Yeah. Welcome to Tip Talks Podcast. My name is Tiffany Marie Davis, formerly known as Tiffany Marie Boydston. A lot of you may know me or have seen me from my competing days as a top IFBB bikini pro. I have since then turned from a top 10 bikini Olympian, celebrity master trainer, and corporate dropout to a serial lifestyle entrepreneur. Let me tell you, friends, this has not been a walk in the park. There's five key areas I will be discussing in wellness, mindset, mentorship, business, and faith. My mission has always been in serving others through real life experiences with no fluff. Tiff Talks is about real, raw, juicy conversations to show you how to discover the champion you have within. Get ready, everyone. Here is where I show you how to take over your life. Welcome to Tip Talk Podcast. This is Tiffany Marie Davis. I am your host. I am very excited to share with you guys who we have on today's episode. I'm just going to start it out with a bang. I have Miss Ariani Celeste here. I'm so excited for you guys to really get to know Miss Ariani. You guys may know her as the UFC mama. She is just amazing, but I want to tell you a little bit about Ariani. Ariani is a self-made young Latina entrepreneur, internationally recognized model, established singer. Hey, I love that. Maybe we'll have her sing a little bit here. And popular television personality. She's an exotic beauty, fluent in Spanish and passionate about fitness, health, beauty, and fashion. She is one of the most sought out after talents in the modeling world. She's also featured in Maxim and Sports Illustrated. Celeste has worked with global brands such as BB, Fashion Nova, Guess, and Urban Decay, along with other top names in the fashion and fitness industry. The really special part about Ariani is she was born and raised in Las Vegas, where we currently reside. Um, Celeste began modeling at just four months old, and obviously she's absolutely beautiful. Uh, she's also excelling in a variety of sports. Her early experiences with cheer, dance, and gymnastics ignited a lifelong passion for fitness and health. After that, she actually earned her degree in fitness management and nutrition from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Celeste made her television debut as an octagon girl, becoming one of the most consistent UFC personalities on television and traveling the world as a spokesperson for the brand. With a natural talent for audience engagement, she went on to host popular so shows such as UFC Ultimate Insider, Velocities Overhauling, and MTV's Guy Code, all while building her own unique brand. She's also the founder of a subscription gifting service actually named Girlfriend Box, originating out of Celeste's personal experience, helping male fans figure out just what to gift their significant others. The Girlfriend Box takes the guesswork and stress out of special occasions. I am so excited to bring on Miss Ariani. I could keep going, you guys. That bio is incredible. Ariani, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much much for having me. Yes. So with that being said, um, I want to kind of dig into your story. I really want people to know Ariani because yes, you're very accomplished. My goodness. I'm so just honored to have you not only here, but also as a friend here uh, in Las Vegas, but I'm really excited to hear about who is Ariani, how I want to dig into your story, because what I do know is we get to inspire the masses with our stories because we as entrepreneurs it's not an easy it's not an easy career that's for sure but I will tell you the strongest of strong will go through the you know ups and downs and 
cartwheels of entrepreneurship. So I really want you to tell people how you really began your story and, you know, take it back to your childhood. Okay. So my childhood, I was born and raised in Vegas. Um, basically it was me and my mom for the first, uh, three years, kind of just me and me and my mom by ourselves because my father passed away when she was pregnant with me. So I was kind of born into, I guess, a lot of sadness, depression. My mom was really sad all the time because, you know, she lost my dad. And um, I feel like that, seeing my mom sad and, and uh, kind of depressed all the time kind of made me feel like, okay, I don't, I'm going to try my best to not be that way. Um, not that she's an amazing mom, but I just didn't want to be in that headspace anymore. So, I mean, it took me a long time to get where I am um, in my career and mentally. I've done a lot of spiritual work. I've done a lot of therapy just um, to become a more, I think, strong woman. Um, mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, because you can, you can put yourself in the victim category when something like that happens when, you know, I was really angry as like a teenager and a, a young child um, because I didn't have a dad. Um, mm. My stepfather, uh, he stepped in when I was around three. So he raised me. He's the only dad I have. I love him to death. Um, and he's amazing. But, you know, you always like wonder yeah. if my dad was around or, you know. So I was very angry. <laughs> Those are things I had to deal with. But um, as far as work, goes she was amazing she's amazing um she uh she had a nine-to-five job and she also went to nursing school she wanted to to become a nurse um then she became pregnant with my sister so so I have two sisters uh, half sisters and she kind of slowed down and she put her career on hold so that's another thing like I love my mom to death but I think it times have changed now mm -hmm. and it just goes to show like you can you can be a mom you can work um but I love her she's the best mom she took so much amazing care of me and my sisters and she still does like especially now that I have my own baby she's like the best babysitter so that's kind of like my background um born and raised in Vegas I went to UNLV I started modeling really young and I got the call for UFC when I was 21. Um, and I was like, hell yeah, I need money. I'm paying, I'm paying for my own college. So uh, I started working really young. I was teaching gymnastics and I was working the front desk at a gym. And so I finally was able to uh, move on from that whole thing and start with UFC, which was really amazing. Um, changed my life, started traveling. Uh, I remember our first out of town show was Anaheim. And for me to be traveling for work in Anaheim, I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, but from then on, it was like a year later, I was traveling to England, um, Brazil, Ireland, Australia. I mean, everywhere, Japan, um, Korea. I went, I went everywhere with them for a solid, I want to say, eight, nine years, um, before they started like hiring girls in the other regions. So like, for instance, the girls in Brazil, um, there's like two or three, I, I won't go to Brazil anymore, but at least I got to experience that. 
um, you know, a couple of years ago and I'm happy, but it's a long way to, to be traveling back and forth. And I really, my whole life was UFC. So I moved to LA um, about 10 years ago to pursue acting and hosting and UFC just kind of took over my life. So I was gone every weekend. And again, this was the best thing ever because I wanted to travel and I never even thought that I would get out of Vegas. So be traveling like this, it was a dream come true. Um, but I slowed down a little bit and I was able to take an audition after five years of auditioning. And my agent in LA was like, you know what? I'm getting tired of you. You're never here. You're never able to go audition. So, you know, this is the last audition we're sending you on. And if you don't get it, then we're just going to part ways. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the audition. It was for overhauling. And that was my first TV gig that I booked after five years of like just being on hold forever. But I worked my way up from that. I I did online uh, teleprompter TV shows for UFC. And that was crazy because I would literally, I would go to the weigh-ins. I would wait for like, I don't know, some touch-ups or maybe like an hour and I'd I'd have a snack. And then till like like midnight or one o'clock till whenever I was done, I would recap the fights that happened that weekend. And that was my whole weekend. I was like very focused on getting comfortable in front of the camera. And this was before I booked um, Overholland. So that was my uh, whole television story, which I'm super proud of. And I'm happy that I got to do that. It was really fun working with cars. I had no idea anything about cars. I don't have brothers or anything. So I was just kind of thrown in. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of cool. As far as uh, my business, I started my business about three years ago. It's called Girlfriend Box. I bought the box. I'm wearing jewels. Um, so basically it's a gift box that you can give to yourself, your wife, your girlfriend. You can pre-schedule it. Um, there's one for one month. There's one every month, or you can do it five times a year. The five times a year you can put in your anniversary, her birthday, Valentine's day, whatever dates that you feel are important and just schedule it. And it comes that's genius. Um, I got, I have to tell my husband about this because <laughs> he needs all the help. <laughs> you know? That's so stressful for guys though. It really is like, that's one thing that, I mean, there's guys that are great at gifts and then there's guys that definitely need the help. So that's a genius idea. So I just had to chime in for that. Thank you. Great. Oh, I mean, it was geared towards men. We have a lot of females that buy it for themselves now too. It's kind of like the community. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to, um, to be selling to girls and um, making them happy in that way. I did have a partner when I first started that didn't work out. We were, we started out as friends and didn't have any paperwork or anything. So one thing I will say is even if you're friends and you're starting a business, make sure you have paperwork, make sure that something is written and you kind of hash that out because if things don't work out, it's things can get really ugly. We're not friends anymore. So, you yeah. know, it happened. So I have a great new partner now. Um, we redid the whole logo and the website and everything else and, you know, just kind of started fresh. So that's the only thing with, with business is you have to kind of take it step by step, get the LLC, get the mm-hmm. um, website, make sure you 
do your logo that you're going to be able to live with for a long time and stuff like that. Yeah. So I love this Ariane. As you can tell you guys, she's absolutely worked her way up her entire life. I want to take it back just a little bit because, you know, hearing where you were and a lot of my listeners, they've listened to my story. We relate a lot and I'm sure we can get a little bit deeper because I think what people get to understand is like, you were not handed everything. It sounds like, you know, opportunity after opportunity, but I'm sure that things had definitely tried to knock you down because that's what happens. You know, I always say that failure and success are on the same street Mm -hmm. in a court. You know, if you're living in a court, failure and success are on the same street and also disappointment anger, all of that comes with um, some sort of failure. So I want to take it back because you said something that hit my heart and it hit my heart because you had said that you had gone through, you know, a few years with your mom of anger of, you know, what, where, where is my dad? Like he just gave up, like what just happened? Like, what do I even get to meet him? So during that time of your life, you said that you were angry. Where would you say that showed up for you? Like at what point in your life did that show up for you? I think it showed up in relationships with, you know, the, the guys that I would be in relationships with because mm-hmm. I didn't have my father. My father passed away. So he didn't choose to, to be gone. He just, right. he, he passed away. And, but I was kind of angry at the world. I was angry, angry at the world. I was angry at God. Why would he do this to me? Me of all people. Why would he do that to my dad? I never trusted guys and I always thought they were going to leave and Mm -hmm. the guys that I did end up dating were kind of crazy and abusive. And for some Mm -hmm. reason I let that happen for a while. Mm -hmm. I feel like one day I just snapped and I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I I gotta, I gotta work on myself and my inside because there's something, there's a reason why I keep letting this happen to my, to me. So had to do the work. What kind of work did you do? Cause that's going to, I know a lot of people could use some advice for if they're in that situation or if they haven't had the right type of circle of positivity, what are tangible things that people can do or what did you do that specifically helped? Um, I went ahead and talked to a therapist for a really long time. I did um, hypnotherapy. I, I started meditating, which I know it sounds cliche, but it really does make you you're like it's something in your head clicks and it also like kind of makes you be grateful like Mm -hmm. for what you have and and um it just makes you more aware so I also did ayahuasca which really like was like a crazy trip and um I think it was the best experience of my life and that really was the turning point of my life it it made me see that this, you know, this whole, this vessel that you're given is so special and so amazingly important to take care of because you were given it. It was a gift. So, um, they kind of like changed my life, you know, like drinking. Yeah. I would drink a ton and, and we all go through those phases, especially when you're younger, where you're just like getting trashed. But I also kind of made me see like that, all the toxic things that I was doing to my body and all the toxic people that were in my life. And I, it was able to just kind of slap me and like, like a, like a bandaid, just pull it off real quick. Yeah. And be like no more. 
So now I, I have, uh, I love my wine. I will have a few glasses of wine, but I never have that feeling of this like disgustingness, like the next day and like just feeling like crap. So yeah, really happy yeah and then when we get older, it's, just, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. Things hurt. Things hurt. And you're like, what? I had two drinks. What just happened? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So you said something like that just gave me chills. Okay. Cause I, ayahuasca, let me just tell you, I've never done it, mm-hmm. but they always say I've done probably what four episodes now uh, with my co-host Ferris with, and we did a two part um, with Michael O'Shea, uh, two part episode with ayahuasca. He actually makes the medicine and he was, you know, digging deep into it. And it just, we just got deeper and deeper. And he was like, you know, your time will come when ayahuasca and you, I kid you not stitched Duran. We had did one, we did an episode with him too. He told us all about his ayahuasca experience. And I'm like, you did it too. (laughs) So it's really amazing to hear because I asked him, I said, what is your biggest fear? You know, we did a rogue at the end and he said, I don't have any. I said, what? And that's when he shared his ayahuasca experience. So I'm, I almost feel as if that it's, I'm being called because I'm in that space where, you know, people like you, for example, we have a very similar story that helped you a lot. It was very, very healing. I, I think of all the therapy, it beats all the therapy I've done in my life. Um, it was eye opening. It was a beautiful and painful experience. I saw and felt all this love around me. Mm -hmm. I saw and felt all this love for myself, for my body, for my mind. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. (laughs) I love that. And I laughed when you said meditation, because I, I do that day in and day out. But when I miss a day or two, I totally feel when, when I miss, and it's not cliche, but you totally feel when you're out of alignment with your own personal growth. And it's, I, I can only do five minutes because my brain like wanders everywhere, you know? So um, do you do like little mini meditations or do you do longer? Yeah, I think the most I can do is 15 minutes, but I do, sometimes I do different ones. Like there's um, vibrational frequencies that you can play um, that are very like, very calming and mm-hmm. um, they kind of help you space out, but not to the point where you're not paying attention. Um so I do that and I also do the guided meditation. I'm working on trying to do just regular medication meditation, but it's <laughs> really hard. So I do like the guided meditation. I have so many different apps and stuff that can help you. So I love it. That's what you did to help heal. So everyone has a different journey. I love that you used, you know, your tools, your outlets, and then also ayahuasca. You know, not everybody can do that. So those simple, tangible things like meditation, seek out therapy, really do the work because it all starts with you. And if it's up to B, it's up to me, right? So it always starts with you. So you can start attracting those right type of people into your life and the right, you know, circle. And and so fast forwarding to when you got the call from UFC, like that just didn't fall on your lap, right? Did you audition for that or did you, how did, how was that process? Yeah. So I auditioned for UFC, um, back in 2006 <laughs> and um I'm still here <laughs> I, I did my first event last month um after being away for almost 11 months to have my baby and all that and then it was in the middle of a pandemic too so it was kind of perfect that I was away because mm-hmm. nobody else 
could work either. So I was like, yes, <laughs> the world stopped for me. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. Um, one thing I wanted to add, um, if people are weird about therapy or like, I know it can be kind of intimidating talking to someone else about, you know, your issues or whatever. I think writing down and journaling as well is something that you can do that's completely mm. free, that's completely judge-free, um, even though I don't think therapists will, will judge you. Um, I think you, you can kind of write down things that are going on, whether they're good or bad, and kind of dissect things like, why am I feeling this way? What happened to make me feel this way? How can I, how can I overcome this? Um, because when it comes to stuff like that, depression, sadness, all that, it will always pass. And, and right. it's easier to kind of like know why it's happening and accept it. Like, okay, I'm sad because of this and I know why, but it's going to pass. So I think journaling um, too kind of helps. I love that. Yes, that's definitely another must. I always say that, you know, be careful what you speak into existence because that can become your reality. So journaling and setting that intention is really, really special. Um, now going into the girlfriend box, that was really powerful that I, I'm not sure if anybody really got that nugget. So you guys, she had built a career and so she's, you know, on the up and she's now wanting to put her name behind something. And, and that's special because like she said, starting a, starting a business is not easy, but it's also so worth it. So doing those little, you know, tasks of LLCs, picking out the name, having a partner, but you did say something that a lot of people do need to hear, which is to do your due diligence and have everything on paper. It doesn't even matter if you've been friends with someone for 30 years, five minutes, it's everything needs to be on paper. But I want you to talk about that a little bit because we've all been through it. This is about, you know, what Ariani has done. Cause I could totally, I could go on and on for days, but I want you to share with people, um, that experience because that could either make or break you and how you're like basically able to overcome that because you could have been like, screw it. I'm just not going to do it. You know, I don't want to move forward with this and just give up. So what was your driving force behind that? How did you clean up everything? And how did you get super clear moving forward that you were still, you know, going to stay in the game and not give up? Girlfriend Box is my baby. You know, I started it from day one. Um, it happened because I was cleaning out my closet and guys were like, hey, my girlfriend would love that. Can you, can you put two of those dresses in a box and send it to me? It started out as fashion items. So, so this started and it felt like I was helping people, helping, helping guys to figure out what they want for their girlfriends. So that kind of knowing that I started this whole thing and it was like my baby from the start kind of kind of made me feel like okay I don't want to start over completely but I cannot work with this person anymore and we you know we talked about it she kind of said she didn't want to do it anymore we figured it out we signed some papers saying you know hey you're no longer part of the company and we went about our ways it could have been a lot worse than that. Um, but she, again, was my friend uh, at the time. Yeah, and there's there was no money involved. There was more, I think, debt than anything right. that was put on me. So it was like, okay, now I have this debt. What am I going to do? I talked to my new partner now, which she's amazing. 
she's a manufacturer and distributor of jewelry. So she has her way to shine. She's done jewelry for 25 years. She has her own warehouse. She has her distribution. She, you know, she has the manpower and everything that I didn't have. She has the people to do the website and to, to fulfill orders and blah, blah, blah. So I can focus on what I'm good at, the marketing, the modeling, the getting ambassadors, the um, social media. So I think when it comes to business, it when, especially when it's your baby, you want to do it all. You want to do this. You, I mean, I was packing boxes, going to the post office, putting them, you know, sending them off, but I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't do that because my focus should be on social media and marketing and what I'm good at. So I think uh, when you have your baby, just, just realize that you can't, you know, you can't do it all. And, and it's okay to get help in other fields, you know, so that you can make this an actual um, success. Cause I can, I can have 100% of something that is nothing, or I can give away part of my company and have a part of something big. And that's what I'm hoping for. I, I'm hoping that one day it'll be the next fab fit fun or, or uh, stitch fix or whatever that is. Um, yeah. So we're working hard to get it there. <laughs> it will be there. So I love that you said that you did all of the small things that are going to lead to the bigger things. And yes, it's tedious, but again, when it's your baby, you're going to do whatever it takes for that baby. And speaking of babies, my goodness, you have the cutest little boy, Raiden. He is a doll. Um, I do remember, I think your Instagram had popped up and all of a sudden you were pregnant. <laughs> and I loved I loved that because, um, you're, you know, she's so beautiful and she's so petite and I just loved your journey while you were pregnant because you shared with everybody. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Motherhood. Thank you. Motherhood is a trip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm telling the first month was really rough. Uh, I got no sleep, but we're four, almost four months in and we're getting sleep. We're getting the hang of it. Um, he's talking, well, trying to talk and almost laughing and it's just it's a beautiful experience um I always wanted to be a mom so it's yeah it's just a really special uh time in my life and I I'm actually so thankful and I know that I don't know if this sounds insensitive but I'm just thankful that this whole pandemic thing happened because I'm able to stay home and I'm able Mm. to slow down and I'm able to like enjoy my time with my son and I don't know how it would have been like had I been like go 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 um but now I can really just enjoy being home and and spending time with him yeah that was very powerful I think that you know a lot of the times people are looking at our current situation yeah it sucks we'll just be honest there's a lot of things that suck about it but there's a lot of beautiful moments that come with it with you know being able to slow down a little bit because sometimes our lives can be so fast especially you you know you're traveling all over the world and you know UFC events left and right and now you get to be home with this beautiful baby so everything happens for a reason and you know you found an amazing man from what I see on social media um, that you've attracted after doing all of this work that you've done with yourself personally and now you're in this space where you just gift after gift after gift so um 
at home wise. Uh, I love watching your stories. I do remember a video, I think it was with your mom, um, where you had told her you were pregnant and the first word out of her mouth was finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She wanted a grandbaby. She would have had a grandbaby a while ago if she did have, yeah. Have <laughs> but I, you know, I, I think I did things my way. Some, some, some women do it when they're younger. So I, I traveled the world. I've had my career. I've had so much fun. So I, I'm really, I, I think it was a perfect time for me. No, and I, and I love that because just looking at where you're at, it's just, it's also opening up a whole nother side of you. And that's something that I think is super special because now you're able to relate to more women, especially with having a baby and a career and, um, you know, a, a business that you're, you're super focused on, but um, moving forward, are you still going to do UFC and other than the girlfriend box? What is your plan? My ultimate plan, I think, would just be a businesswoman, whether that's in my own business or real estate. I love real estate. I don't know. I just always want to be my own boss. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, I'm, I started a product for moms um, that I'm hoping to launch within the next couple months. Um, so I'm working on that. I remember when we went to coffee, we were talking about it and I was like, that is genius. Yes, you guys, I'm already up now, just get ready. It's what every mother needs. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just always um, working on my business and hopefully one of those takes off at some point. It will for sure. So, and then I want to talk about Raiden a little bit because um, you're in a place in your life where yes, you're able to slow down, but things are going to pick back up. I know that they will. That's just how it works. How have things changed since having, you know, little baby man around you and that as far as business-wise, has it been challenging for you? Has it been actually not as bad as you thought? Because I know there's a lot of women that do get scared to have children, especially when they're on cloud, you know, 1200 with their businesses and you can't even fathom the thought of having a baby there with you. But I want you to share your experience because yes, you are busy. You're a model, you know, you're just, you're a boss, babe. I adore you. You're, and I just want you to share with everybody what that has, what has changed for you or if anything has changed or has it been pleasant, surprisingly pleasant. I think that the only, um, changes and and worries and scares were because of me it was all like in my head I'm like oh man I'm I'm going from like the babe the babe business to like baby business um and how are people gonna see me and what are people gonna think and are people gonna think still think I'm sexy and whatever but honestly um being pregnant it was the best thing I loved it and uh, it actually made me feel even more sexy and seeing like how the women's body can just be it, it's like it's an incredible thing to see a woman's body go from a, a little basketball to back to kind of where I where I am and I'm still working on it but um yeah becoming a mom is amazing um but at the same time I don't think, you know, especially on Instagram, you, you just see, oh my God, I just had a baby and life is beautiful. And 
it was hard. The first month I was getting no sleep. I had a little bit of the um, postpartum depression because, you know, I think it's a mixture of like the meds that were in my body because I wasn't expecting to have to take meds. I was trying to do like more natural. Yeah. Um, but they took me in for uh, an emergency C-section. They pumped me with all the medication for that. And then I ended up being taken back to my room and I was able to have the birth that I wanted, which was vaginal and, and it was all good. But I didn't expect to have all those medications and um, I felt really crappy. Like I felt the medication in my body then, you know, the couple of weeks after. So I think that in a combination of not having sleep and not being just me, you, you kind of feel like you're not you. So, so I had a little bit of that depression. And then I think just getting, becoming more active and um, kind of feeling physically better is when everything kind of like changed. I was able to go for walks. And then, you know, after six weeks, I was able to start my workouts. And, and I think, that helps everything, you know, especially when you're go, 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 and you're always working out. Um, I just love working out. So, and I'm amazed, I'm amazed by the women's body, the way it could, you know, go out to a little like basketball and then go back to, um, kind of where you were before. I'm still working on my body. I think I have a lot of loose skin, but I'm thankful for the experience. I know that nobody's perfect, especially after they have a child. So I'm trying really hard to have grace with this whole thing and not be super hard on myself because I am a bit of a perfectionist. And especially when you're like used to being like in a bikini for a living. So you're like, ah, I really got to get my, my stuff together. So that's the whole thing. Um, the transition, I guess, um, having, having Raiden is, is the biggest blessing. Um, but mentally it did, you know, it did, take a toll on me for a little bit. Um, I'm feeling a lot better now. We're four months in now and in a few days yeah. and things are getting more normal. It's like, okay, I can, I can go for a coffee with my girlfriend <laughs> or I can have this, this talk with you. Yeah. Um, kind of like me and my partner are figuring out a schedule. It works for both of us. And, um, it's just about that. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes a world of difference, right? Having that support system and being able to, you know, take that time for yourself. Because what I hear you saying is self-care is everything. And self-care doesn't have to just be like facials and like all the fluffy stuff. It's literally just going to the gym or going for a walk and getting your happy endorphins going. So I love that. Um, well, Ariani, I'm literally... I'm just, I'm so proud of you. You know, I know that you've, you've chosen so many pivots in your life. You, you know, you overcame and conquered versus, you know, gave up and, and decided to stay in, you know, situations of your life that didn't serve you. So you got very clear every step of the way. And I really love that every step that you've chose, and we just did an episode on choices, um, that every, every area of your life, you did get to have that choice and you got to pivot. Um, but I do want to ask you, just three, three questions. We're going to go a little rogue here. Uh, three questions that, um, you know, I think would be inspiring for people to hear. So, um, one, what is your biggest fear? My biggest fear, I think because of, um, the way I was raised, 
you know, not having my partner or being alone, I think is a big one for me. Mm. Um, losing my partner, I always have that fear. I'm like, he's going to the grocery store. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Stuff like that. I, th- I think those two are the biggest fears I have. Because you get to be super in tune, you know, with those feelings and emotions. So uh, next question, where do you see yourself five years from now? See myself five years from now, probably starting another business. Um, I really want to get these two businesses this year off and um, hopefully they can kind of run themselves, but maybe even like having a uh, actual store now that I'm in my hometown Um, I'm really into home decor and real estate and all that. So maybe it would be some sort of home, home goods store, but like very cool eclectic pieces that you wouldn't find everywhere else. And, um, maybe hopefully like sustainable local artistry or stuff like that, that I really love. Um, I love to support small businesses and stuff and um, artists everywhere you go, like you see really cool pieces that you bring. It's almost like you bring home a part of wherever you visit. So like Bali, stuff from Bali or stuff from Mexico. Um, So I think that would be really cool. That's another idea I have since I love home decor. (laughs) I love that. Bali was probably definitely my favorite place to go. Um, such a bummer when COVID hit. So we weren't able to go back this year, but uh, I love that you said Bali. That's a great, that's a really good idea. What is the one thing that nobody knows about you? Could be weird too. <laughs> um, I'm actually kind of a big goofball. I, 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 I can't really put it into words, but I think I'm the funniest person. So I will... <laughs> try to make people laugh and usually they don't laugh but I end up laughing anyway I like make myself laugh all the time so I'm really goofy um so I, I don't have it all put together like this all the time um so I think that's one of the biggest ones that I would I would say I'm a goofball I love that you guys I'm so excited to to wrap this episode up with Miss Ariani Celeste I know that there's so much more coming Um, I know that this woman is unstoppable. She's determined, she's fearless. She's ready to go get it. And I am so excited to have you on again. Um, And we'll circle back and see where you're at and just, you know, follow your journey. It's just been an honor to have you on and I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Yep, and this is Tiffany Davis with Tiff Talks. We will see you guys soon.